Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Aaron Perkins of Mabley Q. Aaron, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hi, nice to have, thanks for having me on the show. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before I jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Erin so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Erin is an online business manager and accessibility educator. Through her business, Mabel Q, she empowers women-owned small businesses to grow bigger and serve better, taking behind-the-scenes admin work off their plates and advising her clients how to create a more inclusive environment for their communities. Erin, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, I am definitely ready to talk to the IMC community. I think this is like what you're doing is really awesome. And it, it most people have this image of CEO and it really is not that image anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the most exciting thing I, you know, I get to really do, you know, during the interview is really get to show the holistic aspect of entrepreneurs and business owners. And I know that one of the things that I, I usually like to, to jumpstart us, so to speak, is really to hear a little bit more on how you got started. So could you take us through what I call your CEO yeah. story? And we'll let you get started. So I actually got laid off in December of 2018. And and I had been working for the corporation for like 12, almost 12 years. And it was just like one of those things, like, what am I going to do? Mm. Like, I, I didn't know because that was like all I knew. I never really had any like plan beyond that because it was literally, I was kind of raised in the aspect of you find a company, you stay with them. It wasn't about jumping from job to job. Like I feel like today's generation does, they jump from job to job because there are better opportunities out there. And I was like, I really don't want to start back at square one with another company. So I was like, why don't I give this a try? And just started my own business. And it, it spitballed into something really awesome just because I found that the people in D.C. were actually really kind of awesome and helpful. And it's been a great two and a half years so far. Nice. I absolutely love that. And, and so many times when you uh, kind of put things out there, like put in, you know, whether it be starting a business, starting an organization or whatever, it kind of seems like those people that you need start to get attracted to you, kind of like a magnet. And then things start to re really good things start to happen a lot of times. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So I, I, I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper and hear about Maybelline Q. Could you take us through exactly how you serve your clients and, and what exactly you do to help sure. support them? So the two top parts to my business, my main part that is making income is I am an online business manager for probably six, I think six of my clients, I lose track of them. And basically I run the back end of their businesses so that they can handle the, their clients up front. Like one of them is a hair and makeup artist and she does so many weddings. Like last week she had three weddings and four photo shoots. She has no time to like go and check emails and deal with future inquiries. So like I take care of all of that for her. I make sure her schedule that I communicate with the client and make sure she's getting paid and make sure she's all set. So the day of services, she just shows up. And my other clients, like they do coaching 
So like I handle a lot of the little stuff that they wouldn't think that is necessary. And it kind of like allows them to really do what they're really good at, which is like why they started their business. A lot of business tend to fall back or fail because they're like, I hate the little stuff. I, I love all the details. And my second part of the business, which I'm working on really is accessibility education. But I realize there's a gap in the market for small business owners because if you look up information for how to be accessible on web and stuff, most businesses can do that because they have the money for it. But small business owners, they don't know any different. They don't know what they don't know. So I have been using Instagram, Facebook as a way to add a little bit more awareness, share tips and tricks on how to do that. And I have an online course that I'm working on creating right now that will be coming up hopefully in the next couple of months or so to really kind of help people make their business more accessible because you, you really don't know who your audience is until you meet them. And that's what happened to me. And most of my courses or courses I took, they didn't know. And I was like, okay, well, let me help you. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And I love, as you said, you know, most times when you are starting a business, you don't realize uh, all the other things that you have to do outside of running the business. Uh, and sometimes that's not something that is in our zone of genius. So often you have to find somebody or have a partner or you do really phenomenal things to be able to take care of a lot of those behind the scenes so that they can do the things that they really wanted to do when they started a business. And I know you touched on the accessibility aspect. For those that may not know exactly what accessibility is, could you kind of give us more yeah. Like a general definition of what that so looks like. I, I am deaf. I know it's ironic. I'm on a podcast because like I can't listen to podcast, which like makes me incredibly frustrated because I feel like I missed out on it. But basically, especially in the online industry, I'm teaching people how to make sure things are accessible. A lot of people do videos, but they forget captioning. And I'm like, oh, like I, I would love to watch your video, but you don't have captioning. Or um, talk about alt tags in Instagram and on your website you gotta do that for people who don't have any vision or low vision you need that and like making things a little bit more accessible i'm not quite focused on web accessibility yet because that is the beast mm -hmm. that's like too much but i'm okay. showing people how to kind of like put things together when they do videos or if they do online coaching or if they do social media how you can do just little things just to make your stuff a little bit more accessible. Podcasts are definitely something I'm trying to tackle and encouraging everyone to transcribe their podcast and, you know, how to like really build it into your workflow. Yeah, that's extremely huge. And you're, you're absolutely right where I, I usually say the name of the game is all about visibility and visibility, not always in the literal sense. It's in so many different ways because you have that accessibility. You can get seen and heard by so many different people, but you're coming to them and how they're able to kind of take on that information. And I think that's one of the best ways for marketing and advertising and definitely a reminder to ourselves to make sure that we start transcribing our episodes as well, too, so that we don't we don't make it on the naughty list. It, it, it's hard. Like because you don't think about it. You don't think about who will be listening to your podcast. And I know me and my friends, we all like talk to each other like, what podcast do you like? I don't know. I don't really know because if I go to a website, it's not necessarily accessible. And then I don't want to seem like tests or whatnot. It's, we have like so many internal conflicts with this whole thing. Because I know so many people out there have amazing podcasts. 
and I do feel like I'm missing out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I mean, I think that's part of it. And, and that's why I love what you're doing is because a lot of times we don't know and until we get that information out there, till we understand what accessibility is and what exactly that looks like in so many different levels and how we can take those small steps in order to make yeah. sure our podcasts, our videos, or web, whatever that might be is accessible to even more people is a huge thing. Yep. Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself or your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I think because I think what makes me unique is the fact that I approach a lot of my clients and new people that I meet with a lot of empathy. Like I never used to be that empathetic because I feel like when you work for a corporation, you can't be. You're like cold hearted. But like I found that people are drawn to me because I am very open and honest and, I, and I'll treat them with as much grace. Because I realize I'm people like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't think about that. I'm like, it's okay. And then it's like that. And I feel like just being able to approach a situation with a lot of empathy makes people drawn to me. My favorite word is awesome, make every day awesome. Like, it, it, my friends make fun of me because I use the word awesome all the time. No, that's an awesome word to use because I use awesome all the time as well, too. And I use it as especially as a transition word as, as well. So I, I, I am with you on that. So there we go. We're from the same camp. I kind of made up my own sign for it. I'm using it. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I got to do that as well, too. So I got to come up with a version of it. But I might just borrow that as well, if that's OK. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I, I worship it. Like, I think it's genius. And be able to switch from computer to computer. Well, like I have a laptop, I have a desktop, I have my iPad, Google Drive. And my honestly, I feel like what really made my the light switch go off was learning about profit first. Okay. I love the platform, paying yourself. And then having different buckets of each account for operating profit, taxes, and yeah, owner payment and and income. So I have five accounts, and it's been nice because like I lost some income during the COVID, mm -hmm. and this was like really helpful because I had money saved up in my profit, so I could take some of that profit and pay myself so that I wasn't making as much during this time. So I feel like that was just like super helpful to me. Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. So I honestly, I always kind of felt like I've never envisioned myself owning my own business. But like, I like when I first got started, I'm like, I felt kind of like, why did I start this so late? Why didn't this happen to me? Uh, I'm coming up on 40 this summer. And it is never too late to start anything. And I think mean, that's like the biggest thing for me, even though like a lot of my business peers, they're like in the late 20s. And so there's like 10 years. I, I, I honestly kind of feel like I missed out on doing something, but really no, it was meant for me to start when I started. And, that, and that's why I, I truly believe is sometimes things aren't meant to be until it needs to happen. And that's what happened to me. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And you're right. I think so many times 
especially in entrepreneurship and business, I don't think that you take just one thing from running a business. I think you take your collective experience. And a lot of times those things that we've done in jobs or in positions that we didn't even think were related start to show up in running a business because you have to do so many different things and juggle, at least be aware of so many different things. At the- it only started off as a graphic oh, okay. and online business manager. And I had no intention to do the accessibility thing. It wasn't even on on my radar until I went through the thing and now like, it's just kind of important, right? And so I like set aside the graphic design because I feel fortunate that I got to do it for 20 years. And there's so many other amazing graphic designers out there. So I felt like I'm good with this. I got to do what I went to school for. Let's do something that has more impact and acceptability with it. And I definitely play off on my experience of what it's like to be a deaf person at any yeah, absolutely. And I've always felt like entrepreneurship at its heart is, is solving problems. And so when you have and see a problem that pops up or that comes up or probably has always been there, but now it's a lot more, it's, I guess. It's very visible. It's like, oh, exactly. like right in front of you. Like, why didn't I think that they weren't meant to be until it happened? I absolutely love that. And so now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Aaron, what does being a CEO mean to you? I feel like that's a loaded question though. Uh, I think being a CEO is basically being able to take ownership, doing what you love to do and being able to share that with other business owners and and being able to support other business owners because I have a circle of women that I'm like super close with and we all do different parts of our business and I'm still able to show my support to them and they show their support to them. It's very different than what I imagined what a CEO would from growing up. Since my parents had their own business and I would thought like, you know, it's always like suits, ties. Like, I get to wear t-shirts. So yeah. It's just like way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I think that as we kind of talked about with time and, and, and timing, you know, changing things, I think there's been an evolution, as you talked about in the very beginning, about what it means to be a CEO, what it means to be an entrepreneur, what it means to be a business owner. But you're absolutely right where I think you hit the, you know, the nail on the head when you talk about being able to, to kind of be kind of of service and be able to share what it is that you do with so many other businesses and entrepreneurs and people. And I think when we understand that, it creates that really phenomenal environment. Yeah, I, I I love doing what I do for my clients. Like, I will be, like, the number one cheer for each one of them because I truly do believe in what they're doing. And I think that's, like, what makes me really proud to own my own business. I, I can authentically say this person is amazing. Like, I will support them going through and we're able to help each other grow because there's so much business for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, when you have that abundant mindset, you understand that there's a tremendous amount of opportunity that's out here. So I uh, truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. So if you have any questions about accessibility, please feel free to reach out to me. I I have a lot of my free resources on my website, and I have, you can also follow me on Instagram, Mabelie underscore Q, and that, like, I share so much information on there, and that's really the best way to get a hold of me, and then if you want more information, you can always 
ask me for my email and I will email you and I'm always happy to do video chats with anybody that wants to chat with me or they need a better understanding. And that Instagram is also where I will be announcing when my virtually comes out. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, definitely. I'm super excited about it as well, too. So I appreciate you for, for putting your gifts towards helping so many other people and entrepreneurs and business owners uh, be more successful as well, too. So we will definitely have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you as well there. But I truly appreciate you, Aaron. Appreciate all the awesome things you're doing. Yeah. And I hope you Thank have a great Thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.